Random Acts of Tangent. I'm Adam. I'm joined by the maestro. We got Joel Cole as always, and joining us today, special guest Sarah J. Halstead. Hey. Now, you're a comedian, an actress, a everythingist. I'm an everythingist. Yeah. It's exhausting. <laughs> now, we, we have a, a bunch of wines here in case you uh, can't pick that up for some reason. Uh, you're a big fan of wine? I'm a big fan of wine. I've been in the wine business for about 15 years, and it's just kind of one of those vocations that always has my back. And, uh, yeah, so um, I, I brought some wines that I thought were uh, really fitting for tonight, really, like, juicy. Fantastic. Pun intended, yeah. 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 Wine has always had my back as well throughout the year. Yeah, right. Like it gets that, my yeah. back. It's a dependable wine, friend. Wine yes. will get your back. For yes. sure. Yeah, no matter what the occasion is, wine's there. Wine is there. Good, bad. It's Who your cares? friend. Yeah. Very comforting. Uh, so I met you when we did a judge show together. Yeah. Uh, it was about a month or two ago by now. I don't know. A month or two well, ago. Uh, <laughs> I know. Yeah, where I, I very unfairly beat you at a game that he. Uh, you did. Devised. You kind of beat, like, really beat my ass yeah. at that game. It was fun. It was like we had to choose what the ex convict, like, their mugshot, we had to choose the crime. Yeah. And, and link the crime to their mugshot. <laughs> it was a fun game. It was, it was very fun. But you were, like, too good at that I, game. Like, uh, how are you so good at that game? It's, it's almost like I had seen them before. Don't check, it. <laughs> like, don't check his rap sheet. Was like, oh my God, I don't think I got one about? right. You were like, you got everyone. <laughs> well, I, I know, I've spent a lot of time studying people and just observing them and uh, mostly judging, uh, but I, just, I don't know, I guess it becomes a skill at a certain point. But until then, it's called stalking. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. They never see me watching them. That defeats the whole purpose. Stalking. Moving on. <laughs> There's nothing to do with Sally sitting in his car at 2 a.m. with the yeah. lights off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Still people watching. Yeah. <laughs> of all people to stalk, though. I mean, I would like to think right. that your subject matter is a little more... That's a very good Sexy. point. Sexy. Yeah, well, I've evolved. I mean, not under that. I've never I, done I don't that. know. I, uh, I don't know. Like, you stop stopping yes. notes. It's none of my business. So you, you come from Michigan? I come from right? Flint, Michigan. Okay. Yes. And I, how did you end up in L.A.? Poisonous water. Um, <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I drank the water, and now I don't know if this thing growing on my back is a pimple or a nipple. Oh. Um, it's concerning, <laughs> but I try not to think about it. I just move forward like everyone. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, no, I, um, I, I, was in the, I was a corporate champagne dork for uh, uh, over a decade, and I wasn't very happy. I know it sounds glamorous, and it should have been really yeah, like a satisfying amazing. gig, but I was like, oh, there's champagne. I, know, yeah. I just was, like, it was debauchery and, I, and uh, opulent, and it was, like, too much. I wanted to, like, just couch surf and be broke and eat ramen. Mm. Um, it's the Flint in me. But, yeah, so I left that job, and um, I, I, lo- I liquidated everything I owned mm. and loaded into a 30-foot RV and drove to L.A. about two years ago, and it's been really wow. um, kind of an amazing journey. Okay. Yeah. Did you stop along the way at all? Is there any special sites? I did. I have a newfound affection for the trailer park community, for okay. sure. And, um, yeah, I fell in love with a particular trailer park in Austin called Pecan Grove. Oh. And that's when I learned how to change my sewer pipes 
like oh. how to drain my sewer oh. lines, okay. and it's it's a very bonding thing with with whomever shows you that technique. Yes, and I feel like I'm just ready for life. Right. You know that. that really yeah, that's, that's sharing something that you don't show a lot of people. Much more real. Like, I am independent. Yeah. I I can fucking do anything. Yeah, it was All cool. Right. Mm-hmm. So in the time you've been in LA, I mean, I'm sure there's big differences between Michigan, but anything that, that pops out that is especially uh, like shocking that you weren't expecting from LA? I did not expect any of this. I thought okay. maybe I would just upload a profile on Actors Access, which is like this acting, um, casting uh, uh, a forum where you get auditions, and I, I just for giggles, I put a profile and... And I just wasn't expecting. I, I booked forty-eight commercials in two years. Wow! And um, thank you, man. Yeah. I mean, it's like cheesy. I hope nobody sees these commercials. It's like you know, not really necessarily the content. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, and I, I mean, there and yeah, I mean, you name it. I've like really cheesy late-night infomercials. Oh, yeah, okay. and then I've I've also become a a true crime reenactment actor. <laughs> oh, wait, before we before we leave that late-night infomercial thing. <laughs> Does this ring a bell? It was like, I'm here waiting. Give us a call. I would love to book that. that. I would love it. That would be really, I would love to, because I have a feeling that those jobs probably pay a little more. We're just hanging out. Call the party line. You know, it's funny because I... uh, They don't do that anymore, do they? I, I don't think people call on the phone. I don't, right? Yeah. yeah. I feel like I've seen a commercial for that semi recently. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe it was like an old VHS I was watching. <laughs> I don't know. VHS even. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, those were on a lot of like MTV late night stuff. Those uh, party line things. Live Links, I think it was called. That was so funny. Hey, yeah. baby, I'm familiar. waiting for you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> See, I have it now. I'm, I'm <laughs> great. But yeah, that unfortunately, a those, those, yeah, they, <laughs> they, that was very good. The, those gigs do not exist. And uh, yeah, soccer moms who kill that ah. kind of thing. That's you wow. know, Stepford wife who snaps. Okay, schizophrenic crack whore. It's been a blast. It sounds like it's fun. been really you know. Go on. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. it's, it's been fun. No, it's uh, those. I mean, you know, they're they're kind of cheesy. They're reenactment shows, but it's a. Uh, it, it's time on set, you know, and, yeah. and it's cool. And the, these characters that I play were, I mean, it's based on a true story. Yeah. And it's, it fascinates me. I mean, there was this one character where she stabbed her, uh, she stabbed five men in the head with scissors. Oh. So, you know, I, at one time? <laughs> yeah, that's all. <laughs> and then, yeah, over time. Oh, okay. I'm like, yeah. And then, wow, would, burn, and, and then would take their bodies and, and burn them in this uh, wood barrel in the in the backyard on her uh, farm okay and her name was sheila labar in new hampshire and i was absolutely honored to play her all right those were very specific people that she was killing though right it was like uh the the bad people was, was that was that it how do you know this i may have done some the research show? see i you know the funny thing uh, you know so, yeah. everyone acts like they don't watch id this is on you know the id <laughs> network and everyone acts like oh you know id but it's it's really kind of funny, all the people who watch it. Yeah. I think that there's a lot of closet ID. I mean, late wow. night, you know, you had a couple of drinks, you know. It's yeah. just kind of just kind of like, oh, something catches your eye. Let me see what's happening here. And then three hours later. <laughs> you, can't, you can't leave the television. You want to see how it ends. Right. Yeah. <laughs> 
So, so when you came to LA, the, you said you just kind of put it up you, on the profile just yeah. by happenstance. So this wasn't like a goal, thought, yeah. leading Michigan, I'm going to become a, an actress? I, no, I really did not have that kind of, uh, that wasn't the objective at all. I just okay. wanted to get away from my corporate job. Right. <laughs> I just wanted to really chill. And I, I thought maybe I'd just, you know, live in a trailer park and okay. and kind of live on the land for a while. Interesting. And, but, just, but then this thing just kind of... Escalated, and then I got into comedy. I started hanging out at comedy clubs, and then I got that bug, and started doing that every single night, and uh, and then that turned into something, and then I started meeting great people, and and yeah, it's just I'm just along for the show, wow. for the journey, and whatever happens, happens. So so basically, about two years ago is when all of this started, all the, the acting and, and, and stand up comedy yeah, and everything. Yeah. Wow. Two years ago. That's you've come a long way then in those two years. I kind of I kind of have. Yeah, it's kind of, yeah, definitely you know opposite turn from what I was doing for sure. Oh, yeah. I was kind of like this you know uptight corporate you know chick that talked like you know very. Uh, I just wasn't myself, you know. And I think you lose yourself over you know a lot of those day jobs kind of mm. extract your spirit. And I had let that happen. It's my fault. I mean, it was like a great employer, a great gig, but it just wasn't me. I understand. That's one of the reasons why I, I do this, and we've been podcasting for over seven years now, ish. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, outside of yeah. right, <laughs> so yeah. outside of work, being able to just have a little release to kind of uh, I don't know, remind us or remind me anyway of who I am outside of work. It's 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 a nice little. It's crucial. Escape. It's so important. Yeah. Oh, that reminds me, since you were talking about podcasts, you have a new podcast started. Soon, I right? do. I launched it today. Oh, nice. I'm so excited. It's called Drinking During Business Hours. And oh, as you can it. see, I just kind yes. of I, I just kind of crescendoed. I just I just sort of made it last throughout right, right into the evening. But Yeah, well yeah, these are technically business hours for, for Jerome anyway. They are. So they are. There, yeah. there we are. And for the creative, I think for any creative, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's a, there's That's a right. lot of ambiguity in uh, in time frame of business, right. doing there's business no as right. five o'clock, right? It's, you know, and in, in the in the wine business, I mean, we would we would start drinking at 10 a.m. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it, it was taste supposedly, yeah. but right. and sometimes there was spittoons, and yeah. sometimes, there, sometimes yeah. there weren't, you know, and yeah. I've, I've yeah. never. Maybe I'm just an alcoholic, but I, I can I can never bring myself to spit after tasting. I, go to the wine tasting, like here, take, get rid of it. And I'm like, no, I'm keeping this. <laughs> and not to mention, it's just kind of gross. Yes. You know, and you got that, and you have to look. You have to get up close to everybody else's spit. Yeah. And he's like floaty things, and that too. He's like, oh god, shit. Yeah. If, if so I'm I'd drinking wine, I'm trying to enjoy swallow. myself, <laughs> trying to get away from certain things in my head. I don't want to be pulled into that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't blame you. Yeah. Well uh, said. Sarah, uh, you said before the proper way to start is with a smaller grape. So Pinot Noir would be the proper way to go. Do you mm-hmm. have a particular one? Oh, yes. Uh, this one or that one? Uh, definitely the California California Pinot. Okay. Um, that one's what I'm having. It's pretty tasty. Yes. Nice. Yes. That's Thank from, you. yeah, just California Appalachian. Really simple. 2015. Fresh. Um you can kind of tell Pinot by the color because it'll always be a little thinner. You can see yes. it to the bottom. Yeah. And it's a very thin skin grape, and a lot of winemakers don't want to mess with it because it's Why? a finicky grape. Oh. Really difficult to grow. Oh, okay. But, uh, but yeah, so some Pinots are really bad because they're, you know, the, the grape is burned because it's really mm. delicate. So I think it's always been kind of my oh, favorite grape. It's nice yeah. yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's, so curious. It's like a hot chick. 
you know, like a really high maintenance hot chick. That's what Pinot is. <laughs> yeah, Pinot is usually what I tell people to get into if they try to not do the whites. Like they, they want to start with the reds. I'll tell them to start with the Pinot because it's it's not as in your face as as the other wines are. And uh, depending on which one you get, a little more fruity, a little easier to to go down. Like my sister, she can't. She she drinks nothing but um, oh no, that dessert wine. Oh, um, Muscat. Muscato. Oh. Yes. Yeah. That will give you a hangover. Yes. Very yes. sweet. Yes, yeah. I mean, it's it's good. Yeah. But, yeah, just, just so much sugar. Yeah, because I, I the way I first got her into wine was with a Moscato, and she, like, that's what I want to drink all the time. So she just drink, like, bottles to herself, and like, that's... Uh, I can't. That's just too much. Too much. Too much of the sugar. It's too too much sweetness. You yeah. don't need dessert with that. That's the the cool yeah. thing about Moscat is that you you could just drink it by itself if you have a little sweet tooth. And, mm. Yeah. And if you want to watch ID at midnight. Like someone actually hit you in the head too. <laughs> <laughs> so so tell us about the podcast. It's drinking after uh, business so hours. So drinking during business, during business hours. hours. Yes. Right. And um and it's basically. Uh, my guests, I have an, a very esoteric uh, list thus far okay. of creatives who have an intrinsic link to wine, whether it be like just wine enthusiasts or collectors or maybe they were a sommelier or a wine director or a waiter, you know. Okay. But I'm finding that wine's creative and usually people that are involved with wine are, have some sort of creative outlet. And so yeah. um, today I had a best-selling author, and uh, nice. and um, and I had a winemaker. I, I launched two uh, episodes today. Okay. And the winemaker is also a pianist. Nice. And uh, I have a WWF wrestler next week. Wow. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, Chavo awesome. Guerrero Jr. Um, okay. Yeah, very kind of like famous dude, and I met him on a commercial shoot, <laughs> and he's like, here's this like big tough guy, and he's swirling his Pinot Noir, <laughs> and I'm like. What? <laughs> <laughs> I love a good Pinot Noir. You know, and I, I was like, okay, we, you got to be in my life. We're, we got to exchange information yeah, here. We awesome. have, yeah, so so it's people like that, and Very it's cool. just it's not stuffy, and it's just it's um, more that's talking good. about their creativity and and like little splashes of wine, but it's not a wine show by any means. Okay, yeah. Are you drinking sort of during like the show? Do, I mean, the we are, the, we okay. are drinking Just during the show. Fantastic. That makes for a good podcast. It, it, it just loosens people up a little more. than. Uh, people up. And, you know, it's an interesting subject matter. You can talk about wine. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, it's fun. And then see. towards the end, you start slurring your words. Before yeah. you know it. <laughs> I can edit that part out, you see. It's called GarageBand. Oh Learning all about it. <laughs> yeah, the, the first couple of podcasts that we were doing, uh, we, we were drinking, but like, uh, to almost to excess, uh, so almost. Yeah, okay, maybe sometimes more than others. Yeah, but because I was the one editing all the podcasts, I go back, I hear it, and I'd be like, "Oh, maybe I should not drink as much during the show." Because I hear myself slurring, and it's all. And we don't realize it. No, at yes. the time, it's like I'm just I'm being brilliant right now. <laughs> I am so on. Yeah. <laughs> so, what is your uh, your wine preference? My wine preference, that's a great question. I like really like light, aromatic, crisp white wine. Mm. It just makes me feel good. It just puts me in a happy place. All right. So that's um, like a Sauvignon Blanc? Sauvignon, yeah, yeah, Sauvignon Blanc. And um, yeah, I, I like uh, um, Albarino from okay. Spain. Okay. And uh, I really love, we have a Sauvignon Blanc from Loire today, this nice. one, the mm -hmm. Lebrac. Yes. Nice. Oh, I love sincere. Um, I love unoaked Chardonnay. 
Sometimes okay. Chardonnays can be like a really big oak bomb, and yeah. some people love that. But, but um, yeah, that's kind of my preference. And bubbles, of course, because I was in the champagne business for so long, and they just right. kind of make you happy, yeah. you know? <laughs> they go to your head. But I also, I'm kind of really entranced with the stories. I was never the kind of wine rep that was, uh, can you do me a favor and, and order 20 cases? Instead, I was really, I would talk about, you know, the poetry of it and how it came to be. And, oh, this is a husband and wife team from the 1600s. And, uh-huh. and you know, and I'm like cradling the bottle. And, you know, yeah. and I'm, I'm talking about, you know, how their mansion is haunted. And when he, you know, he, she took care of him and then he died and she was only 19 and she was beautiful. <laughs> you know, and that's, that's what I'm into. <laughs> yeah, so that was something you reenacted also? Uh, uh, I could. For, for well, I could. That's a good idea, actually. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so stories I think just do so much for anything in general. That's why they're on all these reality shows. The the, the singing whatever's like uh, before they sing. Here's the background. They That's give you right. the story. To... You can't really get on America's Got Talent if you don't have some sort of right. if, if you have all of your limbs. Yeah. You have to like. There's got to be yeah. something a hardship. Yeah, a hero's journey. Sort of tale. Enhances cool. the price. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But there are some people who are just fiercely talented that. You know, yeah. they just they just so all you are enough. is talented. That's it. Oh, that's got, it. Come on, you got nothing else. You, you got a four range octave. Like what the, what the fuck? Did you use as a kid? Yeah. Some teacher told you exactly. never make it. <laughs> nervous. Remember? Kick. Remember that <laughs> Tourette syndrome? Something. Yeah. Come on. In the middle of the song, maybe. Middle of the song. That'd be great. Oh, yeah. Sorry, yelling. <laughs> that would oh. be great. Yeah. <laughs> that was a uh, that was on an episode of The Office where I think Andy. Was trying to go out for America's Got Talent, and so he went off and he put like old makeup on himself so he could pretend to be an old man, just give himself a story. Really? Yeah. I love the Office. Uh, I miss it so much. It's yeah. It was such a great. It's just so good. Oh, so good. Uh, anyway, so. Anyways. Uh, yeah. So you like the whites mostly then? I think I like whites mostly, but it depends on what I'm eating, too. Okay. Well, sometimes, talk about you know. a sentence that could be taken out of context. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. Just, uh, you I like the whites. I prefer the whites in a white hat that goes yeah. this, like this, and the, with just the eyes cut out. That's fine. That's with, with my, with my uh, Sauvignon Blanc from the Loire. Yeah. <laughs> That's the kind of gotcha podcasting I'm into. Yeah. You heard it here first, folks. That'll be the sound blur, like, yeah. wait, you hear what Sarah says, but she thinks about race relations in America. I really, I'm, but I am kind of into ethnically ambiguous wine as well. Okay. I, I absolutely think that, right. that those wines deserve a chance, mm-hmm. you know. I want to think about the size of the bottle. There's, there's, there's some thinner ones, and then you get the big, thick ones as well. I'm telling you, the size does matter mm-hmm. when it mm-hmm. comes yeah. to Cork size. wants a little of those little wine bottles, and you got 7-Eleven. I mean, oh, geez, you're talking about 7-Eleven. Yeah, 7-Eleven, That's man. Boone's Farm, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Now the, the the best wine that I ever tasted, I, I wanted to buy it. It did come one of those skinny bottles. It was like fifty bucks for a skinny bottle. It was uh, huh. I had on my phone. It's like Brunello. The, or, the, oh, um, Brunello. Shit. No, Monte. Shoot. You know your wines. You brought the J. Loire. Yes. That's a, this really uh, good wine. It's serious. That's a very serious. That's some, yeah. Ah, that's fine. Like, you're not messing like around. It. Well, when you say serious big... uh, wine, do you mean by taste, by flavor? Yeah. It's got a bolder big, taste. Big, big, robust palette. Subtle. 
It is really subtle. Yeah, and it's nice though. It's a nice light. It is nice. Yes, it's nice to start the evening, gotcha. and you can pair it. You can still pair that with fish. Oh yeah, really? Okay. Yeah, yes. Okay. We're not a lot of you know red wines you can pair with. Yeah, you know, white wine later. exactly. But red Pinot Noir, you can get away with that. And then in the summertime, no one wants to drink a big, huge. You know, I mean, we do because it's nice and air conditioning. Right. Yeah. Yes. Here, but, but yeah, and the, I mean, it's been God, fucking a hundred degrees, and we just don't want to. Too crazy. Drink, yeah. I drink those big. Yeah, because I, I generally like reds, but then I'm, when it's like too hot, I, I, I can't have red wine. You now. seem like a red wine guy to absolutely. me. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. I red wine all the time. I, I started getting into the whites more recently. <laughs> um, <laughs> But, uh, we got to do something with that. That's really fucking funny. Yeah. <laughs> I never. I got yeah, to. I'm making a mental yeah. note for my set. Yeah. Something. Absolutely. That wasn't inaccurate. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it's. I don't know. They, they were a little bit too vinegary for me at, at the beginning. I think I, I got started with the reds and then mm. switched to the white from there. It was just I'd already been accustomed to the reds, so then I had to kind of just develop a, my my palate better for the whites. But going to wine tastings that has helped a lot. Oh, so you do that? You oh, go yeah. to wine tastings? The, well, my, my first wine tasting was at a BevMo. Because oh, they, they do yeah. that on Saturdays. It's, no, like, yeah. it's like a dollar for to try five different oh, wines. Oh, they charge for the tastings? Yeah, it's a dollar. That's a new thing. Is, is it? Oh, I've never heard of well, that. Well, this, this was six years ago, maybe. Oh. It's, it's been a while. Because I had a buddy that was starting to be a sommelier, and he was he would run the, the wine tasting. So we'd, all right, that was a nice round. Uh, let's start over, back in the beginning. <laughs> And uh, yeah, we just kind of started learning a little bit. Here's another dollar. Let's let's right, try exactly. that again because I'm not really Ooh, sure. I'm confused. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I don't know if this is like almost uh, sacrilegious to say to people that are wine aficionados, but I noticed a difference between the red and the white. Like uh, there was like one summer a few years back where I had white sangria. Oh yeah. And it was yeah. so much nicer in the hot That's weather fun. than a red sangria. That's yeah. really fun. It was nice and light yeah. and like yeah. There's something about red wine in hot weather that doesn't seem to mesh. No. No, it's celebratory, and yeah, I, I love sangria. It just all depends on what you're blending it with. If you like use high, you know, like a good prosecco or a good white wine or red wine, or you know, some sangrias are really kind of nasty because they're using like the cheapest wines, and you can taste it, even though yeah. you throw in the fruit in and all that. I mean, you know, it comes out. and you can get really good wine for really inexpensive prices. You just kind of have to. Like Bevmo, you have to look around, but yeah. they're kind of, they, they have some good options. Where did you get the J-Lor? Uh, that one I got at uh, Stater Brothers. <laughs> Where? The Stater Brothers. That's a grocery oh. store. Oh, okay. Yeah. But how do you know about them? Because uh, I've been to Paso for oh, some, oh, okay. some That's, yeah. and I, okay. I've, I've heard great things. I don't think I actually went to that specific winery the, the mm. time I was there, but... I remember people telling me you need to go to this winery, you need to go to this winery. So it's so cool that that's a quick jaunt for us. We yeah. can just go to wine country and uh, yes, it's very and, good. But we have to be careful because the, uh, the the cops literally are like parked, like hidden behind the tree, oh. just waiting for you to come out at the wine tasting. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah, it's really cool if you can like get a train that comes directly into LA from here. Yeah, yeah. That yeah there's a lot of places in between. Um, Is there Santa yeah, Barbara and Salinas? Oh, yeah. A lot of vineyards and wine tasting yeah, places. Yeah, so good. Well, the good thing about Paso too, though, is Uber is very big in that in that area, so you can oh. Uber from winery to winery and. Oh, nice. Let's do that. Yeah, as long as you got to play. Let's go. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> well, all right, you know, I'm going to end the show early so we can. <laughs> you know, someone told me uh, once, I forget which friend, but they went to do a bike riding wine tasting vineyard tour and I'm like that sounds like trouble like, but after the first one it's already going to be adventurous second yeah. one 
You're walking your bike. So, so <laughs> bicycle riding? Yeah. And driving. Mm. Ooh, I don't know, man. That's... Yeah. Especially, especially with those windy roads and the, yeah. it's like, I, I still am worried about the, the other guy. Like, is this mountain biking or road biking? Uh, I think road biking. Oh, thank God. This, this would have to be somewhere in LA, though. Well, not like motorcycle. You're going to be dehydrated. Like, oh, yeah. Because wine is dehydrating. Absolutely. Yeah. So mm. that's just. See how long it lasts. It could yeah, be, I guess, right? You know what? It could be a comedy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Each one of them has to wear a helmet <clears throat> with. Uh, GoPro, right? Yeah, facing their face. That could be the sequel to Sideways. You could get Giovanni in there, in, in the, <laughs> in the padded hot shorts with the padded butt. <laughs> <laughs> you got that big. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, that's a horrible visual. <clears throat> so you go back too. <laughs> I, I just, I just thought of that. Like that'd be really kind of funny to wear those padded ass. Yes. Spandex. They come in shorts now. I mean, some of the women, <laughs> some some people are wearing that under their pants lower. anyway. Yeah. Very good. Oh, it's a cab. That's right. Have you seen it? Yeah, no. You can kind of always tell by the shape of the bottle. Really? So the Pinot will always be in that, yeah, yeah, the the burgundy shape. That's like a classic burgundy style. And so this is more for cab Merlots and stuff? Yes, exactly. Okay. Yeah. Usually. What do you think about Merlots? Merlots have a bad rap. There was this film called Sideways. Yes. Um, and so they really and they ruined Merlot and the, the, uh, the irony of that film I love that film yeah. I thought the script was amazing the act, like, I just loved it but it yeah. wasn't really about wine no but it, it was you know they had like little it was, fun it was a place setting that was it the setting was wine but not <clears throat> you know I don't believe that Merlot ever recovered <laughs> from that film yeah. you know, it was, they just really beat it, beat it on beat it on Merlot and made there was a scene where, where the, the lead character was like, I will not fucking drink Merlot. Yeah. And so everyone just assumes it's a bad yeah. grape. Yeah. Yeah, he, he freaks out. Mm-hmm. He's throwing stuff. At one point, he actually does drink that spit platoon thing. Oh, my. And, and what's really funny is at the end of the film, they're drinking Chateau Petrus, which is considered the most expensive and best wine in the world. Mm-hmm. And guess what? It's 100% Merlot. Yeah. <laughs> so, so there was a little bit of a hole in the script. Oh, or there was either a hole in the script or the writer knew and the joke was on everybody. I would hope you know? that the writer knew. Yeah. I would hope. Yeah. I'd like to think that. Anyway. I'd like to think so, too. Yeah. To make such a solid wine joke and not do that research. Yes. Right. It's fun. But it was fun. What a great film. Yeah, we, we need to have more uh, more films about wine that aren't stuffy like yeah. that. You know, yes. like that, yeah. Yeah, that was, that was, I remember hearing uh, uh, Giamatti being interviewed when he the whole thing where he, he, when he tastes his wine, he covers his ears. <laughs> like he, he made that up on the spot. It's not an actual thing when people cover their ear, but it's just the way that he did it was, was it was so like. Yeah, I believe that. That's I believe your idiosyncrasy. That. Yeah. You're entitled to it. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, we, we used to have a, a podcast called Top Shelf on the network where we would go to different restaurants or different uh, uh, wine bars. And we, the wine bars we went to, we talked to them about Sideways, and they all were like, yeah, Merlot got screwed. Oh, so just badly. plummeted. Sales, I remember, I was a wine rep. I think I represented a Napa wine at the time. And uh, and we had a Merlot, and forget about it. I couldn't get arrested with that poor thing. <laughs> it was just, you know. And, and there's really nothing wrong with Merlot. Mm-hmm. Really nothing wrong. It's a delightful grape. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it fine. originated I, from Bordeaux, one of the best wine regions in the world. And, you know, but it gets a little, uh, um, it's, it's kind of a bland grape in the U.S. So yeah. that's all. It, it, it does, it does uh, <clears throat> 
don't know. I think, I think well, maybe we've had bad ones, but it's like there's too many tannins and it makes the, the tongue feel weird. What I was going to say is... Tannins? What I was going to say is... Is that birdcage? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> From the time that I spent uh, waiting tables way back when and yeah. stuff, the cab always seemed to be more tanniny and have a bite, whereas the Merlot seemed to me to be more velvety and smooth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So that's always been my experience with them, that the calves were always a little more... Interesting. Well, tannins come from the skins of the grape. So the thicker the grape, the, the bigger the tannins usually. Okay. So, so it also depends on how they, you know, like I don't want to get too geeky, but they macerate the, you know, mm. they, they macerate the skins of the grape. It's like Lucy um, Or when they the press. Tub. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or they're with the boots. <laughs> no. <laughs> but, but, you know, I've, I've actually never done that. And I think that, yeah, that's just, no one, I don't think, stomps on grapes today. No, no. Well, there was a newscaster, too. I mean, I know that's an old clip, but when they fall, they're like, ow, 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 ow. Oh, yeah, yeah ow, that's ow. right. Maybe <laughs> um, oh, fun. What I wanted to ask about that, what about these size of grapes between Merlot and Cap? How do they compare them for the tenants? Like? Oh, for, um, well, they're just kind of, you know, they've been doing it a long time, and they just kind of have the experience to know that the the... the um, the Cabernets are going to be a bigger, it's just a bigger grape. It is, it's just okay, a more so, bold, so it's like smallest, just, and then Merlot is like a little bigger, and then the, mm-hmm. the Cabs are the uh, biggest So grapes. say they, you know, they separate at the time of harvest, they hand pick some of the bigger wineries just have machines that pick the grapes, and it's just all machine harvested, and it's just this huge business. And then in Europe, they have gypsies, these cool... You know, oh, people who, yeah, exactly, and it's but that's like a kind of a high-paid profession. Only they can use Europe. that word. Yeah, is that right? <laughs> but yeah, and they just keep it the lots separated and the grapes separated, and then yeah, through experience. But there's always like exceptions. I never there really be- are no rules. I never knew before today though that the size of the grape and the thickness of the grape skin affects it's, directly the taste and the tannin of the really different wines. Size it, really yeah. does matter. Well, and when I say size, I'm talking about volume. I'm talking about big, you know, the flavor profile when mm-hmm. I say size. Because gotcha. they're all kind of mm-hmm. the same, I think. I just wanted to play with the joke. That's all I that was a good, no. Yeah, size matters material. when it comes to taste. <laughs> right, and then the, the thicker it is, also the, uh, <laughs> the more or less sensitive you can be it's over discerning. Sorry, we passed it. Because of the thickness. See? That's right. Say. The thickness of the skin, but some grapes are... Yeah. So yeah. with this right now. Yeah, no. I where this is going, what's going on right now. <laughs> no, we're all just jump, jump, <laughs> <laughs> all right, so, so it's, uh, messages. It's, uh, you're, you're acting. You've done a couple uh, movies, some shorts. I and, did a couple uh, shorts. I did, um, and then I, I wrote, I don't know, one that I'm kind of ashamed of. I'm not really happy about it. But I, I wrote and produced and, uh, mm-hmm. and starred in my short called Meet the Roommate. Right. And I, I did it because I wanted to learn about the other side. I wanted to have a casting. I wanted to learn about production. and But it's kind of, you know, I, I can't even stand to watch it, okay. <laughs> to be honest. It's kind of terrible, to be honest. But it was, uh, but I'm glad I did it. And it's about a middle-aged realtor from Flint who goes back to college. Okay. And these two girls get stuck with her. Right. Yeah, I saw some clips and of that it, in, uh, yeah, on your so website. Yeah, just, you know, yeah. just kind of fun. And, back to school? What yeah. Mean? No, I'm just... Going to school, yeah. <laughs> but um, looked interesting. So, so you, you, you handled all the all the back end stuff as well as being in it as well. Yes, I did. You know, all the like paperwork to submit to IMDb and uh, what, what did I say? Something no, no. Like, uh-huh. 
Oh, my, my phrasing is weird. Something? Yeah. Oh, back so end. you were you worked on all the back end. I, I did. I worked on that. <laughs> yeah. I did. I missed it. Yeah. I, I, I didn't well. want to say anything. We've been doing that too much already. I'm not going to say anything. Thanks, Maestro. Appreciate it. Yeah, I didn't say anything. Yeah, so how, how did you like the, the whole uh, behind-the-scenes type of things? Oh, the penal, please. Um, you know, uh, I hated it. Did you? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not for me. So, you know, I'll do it if I have to. You know, I, I think with social media, it's empowering and we can definitely kind of take the bull by the horns and create our brands, and mm-hmm. that's um, that's a new thing. We didn't have that yeah. option, absolutely. Even just five years ago, that wasn't an option. Yeah. So if if that's the way that I'm going to have to play it, <laughs> I'll do it. But um, you know, so the next step for me was the podcast, and and that's a lot of fun. Um, uh, because it's amalgamating kind of my two worlds for the first time. Finally, yeah. I'm like d- doing the wine thing and the comedy, and I'm just going to see where it goes. It might not work. It might not be funny. It's, it's a lot I, of fun podcasting. Uh, and yeah. the, the important thing, I, well, not that you asked for my advice, but for podcasting. I need your advice. <laughs> Adam, tell me what to do. Tell me what to do. For me, I found it important to not care about who's listening. The, it, the important thing should be just making the show and doing what you want to do. And... Uh, if people start catching on, fine. Uh, don't like try try to cater to anybody specifically. Do, make sure that you you keep your voice throughout the entire process. That's great advice. Thank you. And then we'll drink, try. And then drink when you're not and, happy with what you get. And drink. Right. Yeah, exactly. And Does that mean you don't want to hear my segment on my top three uh, favorite fidget spinners? Oh mm. man, I'm about to hear that. The fact that there's that much variety in fidget spinners is, is concerning to me. Uh, three? Yeah. There's a top three? Well, I guess you can have the glowing ones, the ones with two, the ones with three. No, don't, 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 don't give them See, see what you've done, see what you've done. Don't here. give them anything. Oh, I derailed everything trying to talk about a fan. That's my job, not yours. Yeah, <laughs> yeah let Maestro be the wrench. Uh, yeah, it's podcasting, it's, 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 been, it's been a real fun experience for, for well, for me anyway. I'm, I'm pretty sure you've enjoyed it, some parts of it. But it's it just... We never really advertise at all, and just the whole we picked up steam over the years. Just I don't know how we're the. But that's the best. Yeah. Organic growth, you know. Not to get all marketing guru stupid, but no, that's like yeah. If you're not, sometimes like you can just be overly eager on social media, and I'm probably one of those people. I'm constantly, you know, I'm on set of a commercial. I'm look at the camera. That's me, and you see the. That is (laughs) very important. That is very important. (laughs) Uh, I, I suck you. at that. I, I, I know there's something we need to do better, or I need to uh, do better, but I, I just it's I so can't uncomfortable. Do it. It's really. It, but if it's, you do it a lot, that's that's great. That's that's the way to get out there. And, and by the time it's Friday, you're set. I, like I am narcissistic out. <laughs> I am. I don't know if that's a word. Sure. I'm narcissistic <laughs> out. Like I I just can't. I can't post one more goddamn photo of myself. I'm, just, <laughs> I'm so sick of myself, you know. But it's no, we're definitely in a very like quintessential narcissistic era well, right now. Let yeah. me ask you this then: So, what platforms are you um, engaging in? Um, so, I'm, I guess Facebook, Twitter, the basics. Yes, are you doing Instagram. The Instagram and Instagram's kind of my biggest thing. Yeah, it just okay. kind of it, yeah, it, which was the most uncomfortable for me mm-hmm. in the yeah. beginning because it's really you know about building you you know in your brand and um posting selfies and po- where oh here i am and this is my 
you know, and, and I'm kind of guilty of making the job looking bigger than it really is. No, you know, like that's I'll, fine. I'll, I'll be on the set of an infomercial, and I'm like, you know, I make it look like a major motion film, you know. Yeah, well, yeah. That's, that's, what, that's what you have to do. Fake yeah, it till sure. you make it, right? Yeah, and, and then yeah. figuring out the hashtag game. The hashtag, but the power of a hashtag, man. Yeah, it gets wow. eyes on you. It Jesus does. H, I can't believe some. Yeah, like today, my guest, my very first guest on my podcast was a best-selling author, um, Kim uh, Grunenfelder. And I posted her book, a photo. My ex-in-laws sent me a book called um, uh, Misery Loves Cabernet. Uh, and I, so I posted a photo of it, and I'm like, what are they trying to say? And I hashtagged Kim Grunenfelder, and she found and She's like, thank you. And we became friends, and she was on my podcast today. Wow. Isn't that cool? That's amazing. Yeah. Like this big author. Like she's in my house. I was like nervous and giddy. I cleaned for three hours. I made cookies. I'm like, hey, she likes chocolate chip. I could just, you know. Well, she's like wanting That's to hang awesome. with me. I'm from Flint. God, how did this happen? Yeah, and a very important thing to be able to keep a clean house is to have people over. Uh, <laughs> That's the only reason. That's yeah. the only time I like clean my once, twice yeah. a month if you can. Then you're forced to be like, oh shit, I gotta, I gotta take care of that over there. I'm back in, in, in two months. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. It really makes you aware of how your house. That's why you need to invite people over once in a while. Yes, absolutely. So, so you clean. Yes. <laughs> It's a good trick. It's a good, trick. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good point. How long has that been there? <laughs> <laughs> it's expired five years I'll ago. I'll for that sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So as, as far as stand-up goes, the, the comedy game, how, was, how did you first, I mean, did you go to a comedy show first and you just fell in love with it and started hanging out, or how did you get into that? I just I just hate myself that much. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, it's, it's really... I hear, I hear that's a common thread in comedy. I, I think so. Yeah, yeah. You just, it's, it's just, you know, a lot of self-deprecation and you can just really be raw and real and talk about how much you hate you. And the more you talk about how much you hate you, everyone laughs. It's like they, mm-hmm. <laughs> they just love it. They're yeah. just feeding right into it. And um, there's an addiction, you know, because you have moments of where people are, you know, really responsive. Mm-hmm. And then you have moments where it's just like a d- dilapidated, like... <laughs> Uh-huh. Again, and, and you just hear this and the air conditioning unit in the yeah. corner and like <laughs> but there's something poetic Sorry. and romantic about it about the chase of comedy you know and yeah i'm just i'm not gonna stop that's 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 good that's i i think doing stand-up comedy is one of the bravest things that can be done for sure because the, the whole i mean podcasting we're mostly hiding behind mics there's not a whole lot that we can't but to get instant feedback you say a joke, whether it lands or it doesn't, it's right there. You have you have an exact... Um, that instant... Feedback? Feedback, ah, yeah. Or acceptance, right? Yeah, or, right, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Just... That's... I don't, I don't know if I can... Wanting to... <laughs> just your your desire to, to relate to someone else. Or to have someone relate to you, like, okay, I'm not the only one. Really? You think that's funny? Great. Thank you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was funny, too. <laughs> no, it's, it's, and it's very bonding, especially okay. with other comics. I mean, because it's so hard. And if you can put together a premise, set up and punch and make it work, you can, like, live on my sofa. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's a bonding. Like, we, we look out for each other, the comics, and it's a tight-knit community here. That's nice. That's yeah, good. it's cool. It's been a nice little family for me. Because I didn't know anybody when I moved here, you know? So yeah. It's like, 
you know, kind of like entered this circle of misfits. Yeah, <laughs> yeah all the same thing in comedy. Like, you're it's like torturing yourself on the on the stage. And these people, like normally, I'd be afraid of them, but it's like, oh, you're a comic. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> oh, it makes total sense. So you're not going to kill me. You're just a comic. Automatically <laughs> know so much about them. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. They're probably thinking the same about me. So the first couple times you were on stage, what was your first time on stage? Was it an open mic or how did you get Open that? mics, open mics are just fascinating in this town. It's just, you, you see, I mean, and you never know who's going to walk in. I mean, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've had, you know, like really well-known comics that just want to kind of, I was at Gotham in New York City a couple months ago and Jerry Seinfeld walked in unexpected oh, wow. and said, hey, you don't mind if I try out an hour of material, do you? <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> uh, and we were like, no, we don't mind at all. And he had his paper, his notepad, and what was really cool is, you know, to see Jerry Seinfeld with his notes. Yes. And doing the homework like we do the homework. And yeah, like even Jerry Seinfeld has to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, and he had like this notepad and he's going through it and he's like, oh, that's not funny. Okay, let me do it again, and, and, but in a different way. And it's like, shit, we do that. Awesome. Oh, God, and you're Jerry Seinfeld. We're not uh, crazy. No, like it was, it was very cool. It's like seeing them sharpen their tools. Yeah. You know, it's behind the scenes, sort of. It's yeah. a sneak peek that into was, the, the process. That's exactly yeah. it. He put a movie out. It feel a little... Yeah, yeah, maybe about 15 years ago crazy. by now. Where cool. I think it was called Comedian, the movie he put out where it was, it was the camera following him around as he developed a new set after he did the um, I'm Telling You for the Last mm-hmm. Time, which is the last like big album he did. So it was following him around and showing other comics I too kind of coming that. up. I haven't seen it. It's, it's, it's great because it. it's all the things you're talking about. He's on stage where parts where he bombed, parts where he forgot jokes and mm-hmm. just his whole struggle and his, his self-doubts about things. It's like, but you're Jerry Seinfeld. How do you, why do you have doubts? Yeah. How does that... It just it just made him so human, so much more yes. human than me. Oh, it's brilliant. Everybody kind of needs that, no matter what your aspirations are. You know, everybody had to start somewhere. Yeah. So if other people are doing it, you can too. Yeah. That's how, and maybe I have special needs for thinking that way, but, <laughs> you know, and I wonder, like, everyone's nice to me in this town. I'm like, I'm, am I of special needs? Because everybody's <laughs> nice to the special needs person. You know, I wonder, like, am I, uh, you know... <laughs> Um, and I just don't know about it, and I, no one has told me. Have you worn a bike helmet when you're not <laughs> running a bike? <laughs> I probably should. Um, I'd like to ask a question then. So about, uh, you said open mic, so I'm guessing that was your first time getting up and doing it. Yes. So, and you also mentioned liking um, seeing Seinfeld, Jerry Seinfeld, with his notes and seeing like that's what we do. So how long did you labor on your open mic set before you actually went up? Did you retool it and go, and before you just decided, screw it, I'm going up? I think everyone has to say, screw it, let's do this, because there's just no way you're really going to learn until you just you just go for it. So was it a and week, two, three weeks? Because you're, you're going to bomb, <laughs> you're going to bomb inevitably. Yeah. It's not, so like you could, I mean, people do it for years and bomb. I mean, I've seen, I'm not going to say any names, but like really famous people <laughs> that were not fucking funny, mm. not at all, you know, and they're so-and-so. So I think it's just, so there really is no, I, I went in right away no. and uh, I was, I was, you know, new blood in LA and the bookers could smell me <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and I was kind of naive. And so there's this category of comics in Los Angeles and in major cities called a bringer. Yes. Have you heard of this? Yes. 
and not, I, I don't I don't believe a majority of Mer of America knows oh, about it. So I haven't. Yeah, what's a bringer? okay? This is great. The, a bringer is um, a comic or a, an aspiring up and coming comic that is a uh, books big venues, but they have to bring eight to twelve people uh. that pay the door fee plus a two drink minimum, and that really adds up. And yeah. a lot of the time, the comic isn't even getting paid. It's, it's really kind of demoralizing and wrong. It's really taking advantage so much of the comic. And it's a, it's a lot of pressure to bring people, you know, $35 entry fee and a two-drink minimum. And you got a tip on top of it. That's right. like, you know, 80 to 120 bucks, depending on how much you drink. So, <laughs> you so know? a comic would have to promise that they would bring that. But if they don't, the comic doesn't go up? Yeah. Whoa. And the, and the bookers are just hardcore, just nasty. Harsh. They just treat you like dirt on the bottom of their shoe. They don't even... Okay, and I've been... I'm just going to say it. It was a fucking comedy store. And I brought a ton of people. This is such a nightmare story. And including family. And yeah, I was so excited to be there. And I promoted the shit out of the show. And I'm on all my Instagram handles. And... And they announced me, they're like, and ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, here is Jessica. Oh. Who the fuck is Jessica? <laughs> <laughs> and here I am bringing in. Is that what the J stands for by chance? Uh, yeah, right? Jane. Yeah, uh, Jane. Yeah, uh, they weren't even close. Samson. Had I had a little more experience, I would have played with that on stage. But I was just mortified. I was new. <laughs> you know, I had, you know, people, wow. you know, my neighbors, my. You know, yeah, that's, that's my talent manager. To, yeah, so Holy. it's just, it can be. But that's, you know, you see like these up and comers and you wonder, like, how are they booking Comedy Store and, and Flappers and Ice House and Laugh Factory? And it's called Bringer. Yeah, Bringer Shows. Yeah. So, do you have family out here then? I have some cousins here oh, okay. that are also. That's what I was thinking. If you're coming yeah. from, from Michigan and then. Bring a show for you, like uh, yeah. What, that's <laughs> such a great, yeah, I, I don't know enough people, <laughs> yeah. so I'm trying to make friends, right? And and a lot of the people, you know, like I, I mean, sometimes the only people that I can get to show up for these shows are just like sleazy guys who want to fuck me. And so at the Makes end, sense. and then I had to kind of like play that game, and then I'm like sneaking out the bathroom window afterwards. I'm like. <laughs> Yeah, you sit on stage right. You sit on stage left. You go to the back. And I'll be over here. <laughs> but no, it's and I've heard you know other you know comics talk about these days, and I hope you know I hope one day I can look back and laugh at all this. But, but maybe not. Maybe this is just going to be it. And but that's okay. It's it's a blast. Uh, it's fun. Everything was uh, comedy is a tragedy plus time. Or comedy, uh, tragedy plus time equals comedy. So after sense. after a while, it'll it'll be funny. It, I mean, a lot it's of already getting yeah. No, yeah. it's it's. I mean, that <laughs> night wasn't good. I can't even tell you how many times I have gone to my car and cried uh, after after a set after a show. And I was at a show recently, um, and a comic said she was bombing, and she said, "I just I just hope you know." I prepared for this set, and afterwards I'm going to go to my car and I'm going to cry. I might cry right now talking about this. Wow. And I stood up and, woo! I just loved that she said. I loved that she was so vulnerable and everyone loved it. And then all of a sudden, she had the audience. Nice. And now we're just with her. And no matter what she says, we're going to laugh. And, you know, and it was just kind of a, a really, I think the more raw and vulnerable you are, 
Yes. It's very human. I mean, people are related. Everyone feels that way at some point, whether it's through exposing themselves through comedy or their writing or their art. But I think that that is a relatable moment and builds a connection. So. Yeah. It built my connection with her because yeah. I, I've cried in the car. And you, you know if you do well, if you play the radio or not on the way home. <laughs> so that's the side, okay? <laughs> yes, absolutely, absolutely. If you're listening to music on the way home, you had a good set. Yeah, I, I do. Um, I do trivia sometimes, or I host trivia at different places, and there'll be nights where the, the audience or the players, whatever, they're, they're really animated and whatnot, and I feel good at it. But so, some nights, just maybe two teams show up, and then afterward, just kind of sit in the car and <laughs> for a good ten minutes. All right, I guess I should go home now. <laughs> And it, for, through no fault of anybody's. I mean, what what are they supposed to do? Jump up, start dancing for fucking trivia? No. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. It's it's not the right music. Anything can happen. Yeah. So who brought that last bottle? This was Sarah. Okay, now that are you on that right now? Yeah, that's a so deep, dark mm-hmm. thinking. So yeah, it's very good. This is called a super Tuscan. Oh. So it's a, a blend of it's a thirty-three percent Sangiovese, thirty-three percent Cabernet Sauvignon, and thirty-three percent Merlot. And the heart of the Chianti, Chianti, Chianti district. Mm-hmm. And uh, this this brand is called Bere. It's just so. It's got a great taste, yeah. And it's really inexpensive. It's under, uh, it's like under, I don't know, under 20 bucks, I think. I'm I mean, you know, get like a big, hearty, super Tuscan blend. Well, yeah, ever since you pointed out the Pinot Noir being so light, I've been holding it up just to see the light go through it. And light really doesn't pass through this one. No. (laughs) It's like night. I'm going to on that one. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's dense and cold. It's like a liquid black hole. Yeah, it's really, it is. Like, and this is a meat. This is like a meat eater. This is yeah. like this, right? It's like, mm-hmm. you know what? It's like lamb, steak, that kind of thing. Well, you yeah. know what? I, I don't doubt that it does good with lamb and steak. I like that the uh, bottle said that it pairs well with pizza. Where? Oh, does it? it really? <laughs> I've back. never noticed that. That's amazing. Okay. Right? I bet it does pair with pizza. Yeah, pasta, pizza, and braised meats. Yeah, the fact that it mentioned pizza in like a whole sophisticated description of their wine. Yeah. yeah. It's like, nice. Salt, you know? Yeah. Well, pizza's not just a little seizure type of thing anymore. They have, there's yeah. crazy, like, cool, amazing pizzas. I can't think of the words. Diamores in, uh, in uh, Malibu is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I just started making these uh, pizzas at home or, uh, with, out of the cauliflower crust. Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, nice. It's it's amazing. Really? Because it, it takes away all the like all the bad stuff. You well, take how, do you, out. how do you get to stick together? Uh, it's it's cauliflower, it's mozzarella, some uh, Italian seasoning, and egg beaters. Mix that together. Oh, the egg beater stuff. Oh my god, you're so healthy. Yeah, it's crazy healthy. <laughs> I, I, I've been on this diet for the past about two and a half months, and uh, it, that I, was, has... I didn't want to say anything, but you 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 look skinnier. Thank you. Like, he does look great. I told yes, him that last time I saw really him too. Yeah. Since last time I saw you, it's maybe about fifteen pounds. I think I've lost since then. And, and I gained fifteen. Pounds, <laughs> but, you know, like, it's, it's, you know, it. kind of, it's like a it's like an up and down thing. Yeah, but no, the, the, those pizzas have been a lifesaver. I couldn't have got through the diet with all those damn pizzas. So you make these pizzas? Yeah, you, you make the make the crust of the cauliflower, uh, and then I usually make about ten to fifteen at a time. It takes a whole day. Uh, but then you freeze them, then you can have them through for the next week or two to then just 
You add the sauce, you add the vegetables, cheese, and like chicken and pepperoni. Oh, yeah. Wait, Adam, it's it's like skim. No, it's it's, it's mozzarella, but it's like uh, 2% or something. Mm -hmm. And it's amazing. Adam, you smell that? I smell a cooking segment <laughs> coming for you with these pizza crusts. Like, I smell pot. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think that's just a place oh, next, next door. door. Yeah. Every single time, man. Someone died. Oh, oh yes. Someone died. Oh. Died. Oh. You muted it somehow. You must have. Oh, I, I've been I've been getting animated over here. Oh, want, uh, your phone dropped. I kind of. Oh, thank you for doing that. Thank you. Sorry about that. That's no work. Yeah. Turns out during the whole last time we were here, my mic was off. Yeah, the entire time. Really? Yeah. Oh shit! Yeah. I was able to mess with the audio enough that it's still oh, workable. God. But that's fine. That's so funny. Yeah. I checked it before we started too, and I was like, "Sounds good." But there was there was problems. I am so not a tech down. person. <laughs> I I mean, you, but being a podcaster, you have to learn. Like, yes, mm-hmm. you absolutely have to. Absolutely. Be on your game. Before podcasting, I, I knew nothing about it. Mm-hmm. Everything that's was been self-taught. And I told the story, I think, uh, two weeks ago, but the first time we started podcasting was on karaoke equipment. And it just, <laughs> I, I rigged that to plug into the computer, and that's how we started recording the first couple episodes. I love it. And over time, we've upgraded. I've gotten soundboards and different things. Now you're all fancy. Yeah, with nah. the fancy headphones. You got the Big Mac Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. I can't get these guys to wear headphones Dead yet. mouse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, yeah, anyway. Cool. Yeah, no, yeah, pizza's a real thing now. It's oh, all, yeah, all over the, the place. Colorful- yeah, going yeah. back to the cauliflower yeah. no, concoction. That's, that's fine. It, it's, it's good. You can use I'm going to make try a, it. Yeah, I'm going yeah. to. Definitely. You can use it to also make, like, uh, these little, like, fake tortillas for tacos. You can make, make, use to make fake bread. So you can... The cauliflower, that, that whole dough thing, it replaces everything. And holy crap, it's just pretty good. So you're really essentially good. not eating carbs. It's, it's, it's low-carb, yeah. Okay. It's, it's not no-carb. It's low carb. Because okay. I mean, I still gotta have some beer sometimes. Like 50 Got to. <laughs> gotta have beer sometimes. Yeah. Um, even though it's not a, like a low carb sort of option, but Diamore's pizza in Malibu is some of the best pizza I've ever had in really? LA. Mm. Yeah, and like the water is shipped in from Italy, and so oh, is like wow. the flour is oh, all really? organic, and yeah. Uh, That's really but cool. what I liked about it is that it was a very crispy crust. And it seemed like the crust was just a plate for the toppings. So it's not mm-hmm. just like all crust, like a you know mass-produced pizza or something like that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, proper pizza is definitely like a treat and not like just pizza pizza. Okay. <laughs> for me, it's always been the fan of the pizzas that actually had like the fresh ingredients. Like instead of just having like small pieces mm-hmm. of tomatoes, like actually having slices of tomatoes. Like, oh, yeah. Real like Roma, Romano tomatoes, like maybe a quarter piece and the whole thing. Creating the sweetness and tanginess at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, my philosophy has always been I'm not picky. I'm from Flint, you know, and our, our big <laughs> night out was Applebee's. And it was a treat and, and Ruby Tuesdays. And But my big mm. thing, I, when, when that plate comes out and it, it's in front of me, I want it to look like someone gave a shit. Okay. That's yeah. pretty much it, right? Because you don't want to, yeah. you, you don't want to take in someone who, you know, that kind of energy that where they just like like you and like who knows there's like cigarette buds or whatever it could be in it you know like i just want it to look like someone cared Mm -hmm. right and and if somebody cared like so those tomatoes you're talking about like someone was like no let's like slice some beautiful red tomatoes and Mm -hmm. and give a shit yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. that's what you want to put in your body you know yeah like that that sort of care Mm -hmm. no i totally think vibration when you're creating food like does matter you want it 
to uh, you know, at risk of using cliche, you want it to be made with a little bit of love, yes. care, attention, yeah. something yeah. like that. Yeah, absolutely. Not by a robot. And not by a robot. Yeah. Unless it's been programmed. Someone hungover. Right, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Or going in that direction anyway. It's true. Yeah. They actually have um, a programmed kitchen that does all the cooking for you. Everything is uh, programmed by an actual chef, and everything is arms, everything, they do it for you. Really? Yeah. Oh. Daughter Judy. (laughs) Wow. Have you guys heard of a show called Black Mirror? It's on. It's on Netflix. It's, it's pretty much. It's so many shows. It's a, I can't it's a keep British up. version yeah. of the Twilight Zone. Is basically what it is. Oh, but I would like that. Day. And one of the things that happened in it. This is episode actually had John Hamm in it, which is weird because it's a British show. <laughs> he's like well, super but he's John Hamm, yeah, so of course, yeah. He's gonna say no to John Hamm. Can I be on your show? Yes, please. <laughs> but what they did was they they would implant something in your brain for about a week so that it learns how your brain operates, hmm. and then they pull it out, and that basically becomes an AI Ooh. that you put in your house. To put a version of you in charge of your house, so it's like you could, that that now being thinks it's thinks it's you, but it's not you. It's an AI version of you, so it knows exactly how to make your coffee, what temperatures to put it on, when to wake you up. All oh the things. my god! I would like to do that just to see how annoying I am. <laughs> you know, because sometimes it's like it's like how could anybody not like me? And then like you have a replica. Oh yeah, I see. I see where that was. Yeah, that's a little off-putting. Oh yeah, that was really bitchy. Wow. <laughs> that's a great idea. What? Because then you see yourself from the outside perspective. Yeah, yeah. Man, it's mm-hmm. like yeah, and we we're like yeah, that's good. good. But then somebody like, else like it's like ooh, that was really right annoying. Yeah. yeah, well that's that's him. That's why I have him. What? I, I have like a certain shirt, and he's like, really? What that? This year. <laughs> you need that. This, this guy's sense of style is crazy. That's so important to have the friend that's just gonna tell you the way it is, and not candy coat everything. You know? Yeah. You can't get rid of me. I appreciate it. That's How do you sometimes. guys know? Like, what, what's the dynamic here? How do you know each other? Since high school. <gasps> so. Oh, that's so cool. Long time. Just, just yeah. leave it that. Yeah. You, would, yeah. you guys would die for each other. <laughs> yes. That's a really strong bond. More likely, I would end up dying first, though. And, and you will <laughs> not let a, a robot better. get in your way. Where'd you go to high school? Yeah, uh, uh, Roland Heights. Uh, it's. 20, 20 miles east of here. So you guys are yeah. like LA boys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, it's, it's, it's yeah. almost on the edge of like LA and Orange County. Okay. So we're far enough away from LA to avoid all the craziness of LA. Gangs. Uh, <laughs> we have different kinds of gangs. We have the Asian gangs in our area. Mm-hmm. But uh, oh, don't forget the board game. <laughs> no? Okay. <laughs> it's a magic joke. Is that what you're doing? The Ouija board? Yeah, no magic. I magic, think all uh, kids do. Were you guys doing the Ouija board? No. No. Oh. No. You kids. Yeah. <laughs> you dead burn kids. No. Okay. Get off my lawn. But uh, another while ago, we were giving recommendations for pizza, so that I feel like that's uh, a good segue into our final segment of the show. What's that? Where we give recommendations, or in this case, we have something else. That yeah, well, it's like two. the top two recs of right now. And so that's like top two recommendations that we would give each other. Right. Um, but I guess, you know, it, it, I guess it is just top two because it's not recommendations, yeah, even though maybe it is. In a Could way, be. but yeah, but the subject tonight, like what we did before, was like TV shows we recommend to each other or something like that. Maybe we haven't seen, but tonight uh, it is guilty pleasure songs. Yes. Uh, so songs that we like, but are embarrassed to admit it. Yeah. There is very little I'm embarrassed of, though. What? I mean, come on! I love the watching Birdcage. I like. <laughs> nothing wrong with that. I like the band yeah. Wham. It's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. Wake though. me up before you go go. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. What is a song you catch yourself sometimes singing that just pops into your head and you're like, 
you know, I probably wouldn't just sing this out loud if I'm hanging out with my friends or something like that. <laughs> with him, I'd sing anything, though. That's the thing. Right. I believe okay. that. I do. <laughs> well, this is kind of hard, though, because, like, for us, we, we, we have this bar that we freaking were a cowboy's bartender, also part of the podcast network here. Actually, that's the bar right there. Yeah, actually, we're in his bar, technically. We're hmm. technically in his bar right now. Cowboys uh, sleeping in the back. Most yeah. of the time, we just we put, like, show tunes on the jukebox while people are still in the bar and just, just be belting out as loud as we can. And uh, it usually clears the bar out, but we're having a good time. We love it. <laughs> yeah, we so usually do that around, like, 2 a.m., so everyone does clear out. So That's I'm, the best. Yeah. <laughs> That's the best night ever. Now, uh, I know I'm going backwards here, but I want to try the Sauvignon Blanc. Oh, yes. And you should, Excuse I think, me for reaching. Is that the cold one or is the cold one at the end? One is cold and one is room temperature. This feels a little colder. Okay. Yeah, I had the colder okay. one. All right. Oh, no, this one's colder. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yes. I didn't so feel the pleasure. other one. No, yeah. Yeah. Guilty pleasure no. songs. <laughs> well, let's okay, see. So, Actually, let's so, Wham, Wake Me Up Before You Go-Go, are you... Um, It's more like... It's a careless whisper. <gasps> Shocking. It was so good. I like that song. It yeah. was so good. Yeah. I will be your daddy. <laughs> is that what? Is it that one, or is it? Wait, am no, I, that's, am that's, I that's father figure. Oh, all right. I get it mixed up. <laughs> yeah. I like that daddy. Can I switch the? Oh, oh, the saxophone. But it's so good. Yeah, I love it's it. Good. It's good. I I really took his death. Really, I, I, that really mm-hmm. sucked George. when he died. God, really, you're George Michael, and so I um, was playing some of his ballads. On full blast in my apartment, and security knocked on my door. <laughs> but instead of telling me to turn it down, they just wanted me to quit singing along. <laughs> that was <laughs> that was not that's not very nice. Uh, that was I would rather it be the other way. <laughs> it's really, I'm, it's I'm still nice, getting yeah. over it. Um, now it's, it's really very hilarious. <laughs> No, that, was a, that was the time we were at a friend's house. It was a little kickback type of thing, and uh, we had we had put on. Uh, I'll say it. I'll do it. <laughs> yes, do it. Do it. And put on Rainbow Connection from, oh, the, from the Sesame Street Kermit movie. Oh, the Frog. Yes, it's one of the best ballads we, we, we ever. We had played it. We were playing it loud. He had a puppet of, of a Cookie Monster, and he was like oh. mouthing along to it from behind the couch. So it looked like it was him singing it. Uh, when the song ends, we got a knock at the door, and somebody called a noise complaint on us, and the cops were there to tell us to knock it off. We're like, but we... Rainbow Connection? He, he, he kind of had this... No more space. Rainbow like, Connection He saw that the was happening, and so he understood what was actually happening. And he, he, I felt like he felt weird about it, but still. He, yeah, you guys need to stop singing Sesame Street, man, please. <laughs> it's just a weird... It was such a weird experience, like... I love that. Oh my god! <laughs> Lucky that Cookie awesome. Monster didn't get cuffed and That's thrown the taken best outside. Ever. Oh my god! So that would be a guilty song or okay, thing, so, you know, yeah. Rainbow Connection. All right. So that's it. So you got you got the you got Wham. No, no, no let's not do oh. one. Let's not do both at the same time. Let's go once. Oh, okay. Round. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I feel so better about you, sir. You got a guilty pleasure song? Do I have anything by Whitney Houston? Okay. Oh, all right. I'm your baby tonight, that one, you know, and she was like so 80s and she had the collar up and the curly hair and, oh, she was so amazing. Yeah, that's that's Yeah, yeah, I I love all of her ballads. Okay. And then, of course, you have, uh, well, okay, we're going to go one at a time. All right. (laughs) I'm getting excited now. So many. Okay. Uh, This one, so I picked one recent and uh, the other one, I'm just like, there's something that is kind of like deep-seated, but I'll save that one for later. But the one that's recent is uh, 
Ed Sheeran, uh, Shape of You. Okay. It's just so catchy, but I also feel like as like a musician, as someone that has written songs before, it's like one loop over and over, and it's just so simple. But every time I hear it, it'll get stuck in my head, and uh, and I enjoy it. So was Ed Sheeran? He was on Game of Thrones. Wasn't yes, he? he was. Yeah, weirdest oh, cameo it. ever. Really? Yeah. It, did, it didn't work, or it did? It just didn't. There really, was, a lot there was of no backlash. sense out of, out of for it. Yeah. yeah. Apparently it was just because uh, Arya Stark really is a big fan of... Ed oh, Sheeran. really? That's why they booked him on the show, apparently. Supposedly. That's huh. what I read online somewhere. And the internet never lies. <laughs> of course not. <laughs> no, but just the fact that it's like, once I listen to it like from a musical sense, it's like it's one loop over and over, and then they just like bring down the sound for a little bit while he changes. Like the verse, the chorus, and all that, there's no differentiation, really, besides his voice. Yeah. It's very simple, but super catchy. Oh, and he, yeah, he has a knack for that. Those yeah. really. And what's the the ballad that really kind of took off? Um, I that first ballad that he had that everybody just played over and over and over again. I can't remember. Uh, anyway, he's great. Sharon's great. I know you're talking about. Yeah. But I can't remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. Yes, the same thing. I, I, I picture it. Da 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 da. And you're all. And I'm too old to carry you. Something about growing old together. Yeah. You are da 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 la da da. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. Go try. No, no, mixing all songs together. I'll love you till the till we're seventy or something like that. No, 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 that's a different one. That's what I started singing in my head too. That's not it. That's John Legend. Oh yeah, I think you're right on that one. Oh, okay. Baby one. La da 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 da. Oh, that is it. Did it? Well, maybe it was John Legend and Ed Sheeran together. Well, John Legend, that's another kind of. Uh, but he's brilliant. Like I'm proud to be a fan of John Legend. I'm. I mean, I'm proud if I'm a fan of any. Like it's hard. Mm-hmm. Anything yeah. like to do anything well and to make that kind of money at doing any kind of creative thing is hard. I, I was so so on John Legend until uh, La La Land. Where he was, he was on that, and he, he was so he was heading up the whole jazz mm. people. Even though it was kind of I a new take on jazz, out. but oh my god, wasn't that so, was, so I'm good? I'm getting chills. I'm getting chills. That piano, <laughs> and that Ryan Gosling learned the piano. That blew my mind. I was like, no way. It's got to be different oh, hands. It's got to be something. But no, the learn. Apparently, it was his. Yeah, those were his yeah. hands. Uh, same. With, I, I, I was also on him as well until that movie too. That that movie changed a lot of minds in me. Well, I guess one mind changed. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I would repeatedly watch that. They, they sent me the movie, you know, the SAG for your consideration, and I don't have a DVD player, but I was like, when I got that, I'm like, okay, I'm going to get a DVD player. And I play it over and over, and I would pretend that I was the woman in the yellow dress in the mm-hmm. intro. Mm-hmm. You know, the, remember the yellow... The, yeah. That, that's my guilty... Oh, I love that stuff. Being in a yellow dress? No. Something else. Moving on. Oh God. So uh, for my guilty pleasure, let's see. What I want to go with. I'm gonna start with Disney. What? This is a. It's a. It's a song from a Disney movie. All right. Um, uh, Did this round? Do we have to sing a part of it? No. Oh yeah. I was about to say make it interesting. This Disney movie wasn't so so much in the mainstream, but it was. It did have Amy Adams in it. I Uh, love her. It was a. It was a movie called Enchanted, where it's. It's about. It's, it's a weird movie because it also has uh, McDreamy in it from Grey's Anatomy. Uh, Patrick Dempsey. There he is. I uh, love all those. It, it starts off as a cartoon, and then something happens where they get brought into real life. 
So Amy Adams there plays a princess from a Disney world, but now living in modern day New York. So she's just kind of like, oh, like, what's happening around here? And it's, 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 it's a great movie. And there's, there's one song where she's singing about love and how you know it's love. It's called uh, How Do You Know? Uh, and it's just, it just, it's, it's a lot of feels and are stuff. You, are you going to cry? No, I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's the wine. I'm going to be pitching myself on the side of the lake. Hold it back. Don't that cry. That will still give you tears, though. No, it's, it's uh. yeah. No, it's, 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 it's a good song. It's fun. And uh, I like <laughs> listening to it every now and then. It, it just, it uh, stirs up the uh, hopeless romantic parts. Okay. And it's like, oh, that's sweet. That's so nice. Yeah. That everybody has that in them, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, it was also the first time I saw Amy Adams, so there was weird kind of like... Thing. You, you yeah, funny I was like, feelings. Oh, that's amazing. Well, well, because I, channel I, here. I, guess, <laughs> I, I grew up on Disney stuff, and she's Disney's hot. always been big. Amy and then now hot. she's playing a princess from the Disney world that I have been in love with, and so now this is my okay. This is what the princesses are in all the movies, and so like you're amazing. And then she's singing all these songs, and I'm like, oh, that's a great song. And she shops at Ralph's. <laughs> she shops at my Ralph's. I do not Studio that. City. That's amazing. Yes, isn't that amazing? All right. I, oh, know exactly at Ralph's. I know, this is Even a, though the, the apostrophe of Amy Adams trivia I've ever heard. Yeah. <laughs> what street was that on exactly? In Studio City. Yes, yes. All right. So don't hit me for saying this. Not crazy about her being Lois. Okay. I'm a comic book guy. Okay. I don't think she's a good All Lois right. Lane. I love her. I loved her in The Fighter. I loved her in like you know a lot yeah. of her different roles. She's amazing. Yeah, but she is amazing. Not a great Lois Lane. Was it some? Yeah, sometimes it's just the name that they want. And yeah, no, totally. Yeah, it's it's, it's not the picture that I have of Lois Lane. Right? Yeah, yeah. just she'd be better April O'Neil. Oh yeah, totally. Be- way better than <laughs> Megan Fox. And the yellow yeah. jumper. Yeah. A Ray Liotta jumper? No, in a yellow jumper. Oh. Because that's how she used to wear back in the I concerts. I heard Ray Liotta in there. It's <laughs> nonsense. All right. Yeah. What's your next uh, Get the Pleasure Maestro? Okay, so let's switch topics. Okay, yes. It's really hard to play. I'm about for that. So let's see. Um, okay. okay. I, okay I, let's I, whisper. Yeah, that's a good one. That's, great. Um, that's a good one. That's going to be hard to top that one. <laughs> Hair metal. Hair metal? Uh, like those like rock ballads. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. You don't go in there. Yeah, those are really kind of cool. They really are kind of cool. And yeah. Except, well, they're kind of cool except for unless you're singing around, singing out loud. Uh, White Snake. Awesome um, man. Is it love? Oh, so yeah. good. But imagine, but imagine <laughs> that you're, you're driving your car. Yeah, you're singing. Yeah, but, but you're singing that song. You sing that song. You sing that song. That you look to your left. <laughs> looking right back at you like this. <laughs> And you're really getting into it. Your eyes are closed. Yeah. You're just yeah. You have to in the zone, man. <laughs> <laughs> the cauliflower. Look at that cauliflower crust. What it's doing to your biceps. <laughs> Jesus. Oh yes. Uh, Slow down on the cauliflower. The guy's like, no, really, he did. He's like, that is awesome. Really oh my is. god! <laughs> just tell him to mind his own dim. Yeah. Well, yeah. It, it's just at one point where you get caught. You're getting no. caught, right? You're in the moon. And they're like, so you look around, look your left. Okay. Oh, shit. This guy's like, I'm so caught. The best thing you can do at that point. I'm so caught. Make direct eye contact. Don't break it, and keep singing the song. That's right. You have two <laughs> options. Yeah, get embarrassed or do exactly that. He would just he'd run the red light, I guarantee it. He'd just run the red light to get out of your idea. Yeah. <laughs> I will try that next time. 
All right, Sarah. Okay, let's see. Song you got so many, right? Um, yeah, it's my face red. That's <laughs> yeah, pretty red. What is the best? You know, so who sang Cherry Pie? She's my Cherry Pie. Oh, uh, that is Warrant. Warrant. Yes. I used to. Okay, my aspirations used to just only be. I just wanted to be the woman washing the car. That used to be where <laughs> ah, I just. Yes. I was like, how do I get out of Flint? I know I can become the woman that washes the car in the little <laughs> Daisy Dukes, and I can just get a tan and uh, yeah, grow my hair and and wear a push-up bra, and I'm out of Flint, man. <laughs> So, yeah, I know all the lyrics to that song. All right. Yes. These aren't bad I've... songs so far, I guess. I like all these songs. That's a good one. They're, they're, yeah. good, they're good songs. They yeah. all are, yeah. But, yeah, maybe if, if you're in the car... They're brilliant, the these down, songs. Maybe. They're actually genius. <laughs> they catch you. Like, it's, yeah. like watch, it's like listening to like, Purple Rain or... <gasps> oh, no, no, come on. No, 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 that kind of... That but kind people of, like, are proud to love yeah. Purple Rain. I mean, yeah. everyone I'm, should be proud of it. If that's in their arsenal... If you're anybody like, gives you a okay. from hearing that in your car, then there they are. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Road Rage. <laughs> or, I'm not even a big Prince fan, but that song oh, is amazing. It's amazing. Yeah, but I'm saying all the really good music, the one that actually like resonates with you, are usually the ones that actually have a lot of really good talent behind it as well. It's not the like that that, that one song like da 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 the teacher, he, okay. sings, he makes his own song, and it's called Da Da Da. That's it. Da Da Da. Yeah, he has, that's all he says. That's not the. Oh yeah. That was a really good one. Okay, so I heard a rumor, and I don't know if this is true, but I heard in the '90s um, that the person who wrote "By Menin" yeah. never has to work another day in their life. This wow. is correct. By I'm, Menin. Yes. Yes. Royalties. Wow. Yeah. Jesus. Back then, they didn't realize the concept of, uh, yeah, the royalties. Mm-hmm. It's got to be huge by now. They don't do that now. Oh, they're savvy to it now. Yeah. The union, God, we can't even make money by being the star of mm-hmm. sexual uh, lubricant. From the ID. Not that oh. I know. Oh, I do. oh okay. I had a vicious Glide, what? No. I can show your bones. In perpetuity, what? What? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but you're going to pay me this? <laughs> no, I said no to that job. And, uh, sure. But that, I was very tempted. Very, very, very tempted. <laughs> the money was great, but when that in perpetuity thing, yeah. they have you until mm-hmm. the end of life. Yeah. And then I was just like, okay, so I'm going to be on the side of a bus. And someone's going to draw a penis coming out of my head. They yeah. always do. <laughs> Not only that, wait till you get some, uh, wait till you get even more visibility as your career grows, and then they're going to start running it over and over and over again, like yeah. 10 years from now, or, you know, five well, years from now. Thank you for whatever. the confidence. I, th- that's the way I looked at it. It's like, you know what, I'm going to be huge one day. Exactly. And you don't <laughs> want that. Right. When you're in the fourth uh, uh, reboot of the Marvel Universe uh, as a superhero. Thank you then, uh, very much. This commercials might not be so good. Keep <laughs> <laughs> the face for Astroglide. Yeah. <laughs> and that's such a superhero power. <laughs> like Silver Surfer. Uh, <laughs> like Ice Ride. <laughs> yeah. Actually, that's what I meant. Yeah. <laughs> sure. All right. All right, Joel, what's your, uh, your, your, your epic guilty pleasure? Okay. I have to save you for a Well, life. it's not epic. See, you know, you guys have songs that, like, yes, yeah, so you can go back to them and there's good talent behind them and all of them are, like, oh my. You know, even Rainbow Connection, all that. So I'll just uh, go <laughs> into... Uh, there's so many. I'll just give you a couple of um, lines from it. Uh, and I'm here 
to remind you oh, of the mess you left when you went away. It haunts me, dude. I don't know well, that why. Well, an angry woman. Well, yeah. <laughs> I'm here to you, remind you. You, you are the no. She's outside your door, like, oh, dude. Like, she's yeah. like in the bushes underneath <laughs> your window. Like she's. Yeah. That was a very <laughs> scary. You guys thought I was yeah. a stalker earlier. That's a stalker. <laughs> that <is totally laughs> yes. Well, also, you know, police came out with the stalker's anthem. Every step you take, yeah, with that one, right? Oh, yeah, I never every move you make. Ooh, I was a. Uh, yeah, I never even thought guy. of that. Yeah. Everybody, that, that's that guy <laughs> called Sting. Yeah, yeah. I'll but be watching that one hit wonder. What <laughs> 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 happened to that guy? He's he made Desert Rose and then he disappeared. <laughs> yes, and now he just gets rumored about being a tantric god. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I have no doubt those two, man. They're doing ayahuasca and all that cool shit. Mm. One of my in-depth... I don't know. That's Let's another, just start with the That's, that's another show. All right, yeah. <laughs> all right my, uh, my final song. This is a guilty pleasure from at least 10 years ago, maybe more. Uh, it's, it's kind of like a club song. Uh, it's by K. Dollar Ha. That's... that's Am I pronouncing that correctly? I have no. Oh wait, my How does it go? Oh. <laughs> I love it. Uh, it's a song called uh, "Blah Blah Blah." <laughs> it's just it's, it, it gets energy. I have yeah, it. Yeah, seriously. You oh, no, 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 so you just have it. Have it. Right. This guy's already open to press play. Have you seen now that was going on here? I actually played this about two weeks ago, just randomly because I was I was in a hyped up mood and I was like, I wanted to. Wonder what? <laughs> I don't know. What did you want to do? I want to pop some more. <laughs> blah, 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 I, I'm blah, blah, really blah. glad that you you followed up my Alanis Morissette with some Kesha. It makes yeah. me feel not so bad. No. Nice and balanced. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> Have you been watching this show the whole time? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just show me. Yo, 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 hey. It would give me such satisfaction if I were in a car and I drove by yeah. Adam, like rocking out to this. <laughs> it would probably make my goddamn day. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> that was awesome. Uh, that's enough of that. <laughs> That was a real treat. So that is a guilty pleasure of mine. <laughs> oh, well, I love that we're all just vulnerable with each other like that for a bit. Because I, yeah, I totally so just so got a glimpse into where, what you're like in your very car bonding. by yourself. I have a lot of range with my music. Uh, it really knows no bounds. And uh, that, that's one that if I, do, if I do have it playing at the car, I'll roll the window up before I get to the stoplight. Like, From Kissed by a Rose to Kesha. <laughs> Kissed by a Rose. I like the dichotomy. It's yeah. like a pretty yeah. lot of range. Yes. Well, Ocho. that's um, that's about a show. Jeez, we've gone for quite a while. This turns out already. Is it was the wine. Yeah. Yeah. But thank you so much for coming, Sarah. Thank was, you so much for having me. Yeah. What a lot of fun. So your, your podcast is is up now. Yes. Drinking. Well, um, I will. It goes live August first. Yes. Drinking during business hours. All right. Yeah. So check that out. It's uh, it's on uh, iTunes or iTunes and SoundCloud. And yes. SoundCloud. Okay. Perfect. Yes. 
All right. And then uh, SarahJHalstead.com as well. SarahJHalstead.com. And I'm going to be, yeah, I'm at Laugh Factory August 19th. Um, I'm at this new place called uh, Busby's East on Wilshire next Friday night. Then, yeah, I'm around. All my shows are on my website. Fantastic. And uh, Instagram and Twitter is uh, at SarahJHalstead. Perfect. All right. Well, thank you so much for having thank us. Thank you for having for me. Here with the wines. What a Thanks blast. for bringing the great yeah. wine and, yeah, and being anytime. so um, informational so about the, the tastes oh, and the whatever. tannins and the flavors. Tannins! <laughs> <laughs> I got to try the Prosecco before we go. Yes, please. Only one I'm missing, I think. Uh, and happy birthday. Oh, happy, happy birthday, birthday, Adam. Yeah, yes. man. You're good. You're good people. Yeah. Appreciate it. And uh, so, so you were like, okay, I'm going to go on this cauliflower diet. So what... Yeah, <laughs> you're like I want to yeah. be skinny for this birthday. Uh, you lost a ton of weight. Yeah, it's Good total. It's, it's it's about like 35 total. Nice since, since the beginning. Uh, not the that's end. a lot. That is. Yeah. That's I mean, just to lose dude. five pounds for me is like mm-hmm. a milestone. Well, you know, to be fair, it's, it's, it's easier for guys apparently, especially the oh, this, is this it? diet because you don't have boobs. Right. Well, not anymore. Uh. <laughs> that's the first place you lose. <laughs> I, I lost my boobs. Well, except when you're a guy, the boobs are the last to go, kind of. Yeah, it's the opposite. So, yeah. Yeah. Life's so unfair. But wait, so were you... So are you uh, doing some sort of ketosis thing? With yeah. Your, yeah, ketosis. Nice. That's exactly what it is. No, I've seen some uh, friends get some sick results with that. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy. And you I, included. Yeah. Now I, that yeah, I know that I'm, you're doing I'm that happy. as well. It was, it was all diet, and now, now that this part of it is over, I'm going to start doing exercise and working out to... Uh, to get all toned and muscular. Now you're gonna get really Why are you serious. Looking at me? Are you gonna get a spray tan? No, 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 no I'm, I'm Hispanic. I can tan easier. You just take a walk at you know, <laughs> right? At sunset and be tan. Yeah, well, I'm tan here to here. This part I gotta work Farmer on. Farmer tan. Yeah, I'll be driving. While you rock out to Kesha. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So not so much to mention, right? Badass. Yeah, that's a light cardio. I'm going to regret that so much. Yes, you are. <laughs> you know they can make Jeff Bowser out of this, though, right? Yeah. Okay. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Right? Oh, no. What have I done? What have I done? Yeah, well, anyway, again, thank you so much for uh, Thank for you so us. much for having me. It was a blast. So uh, make sure you check out our website, ratpackpodcast.com, ratpack.productions. Uh, Twitter and Instagram is at ratpackpodcast. And, uh, yeah, the YouTube is uh, Rat Pack Productions. Yeah. So check that out, like our things, click on the things and whatnot. And like it, subscribe. Yeah. Make sure you follow Sarah at Sarah J. Halstead and the website is sarahjhalstead.com. And uh, until next time, thanks for joining us. I'm Adam. For, I'm for Maestro Joel and Sarah. Hey, you guys have a good Thank night. Thank you.